Testing. Test, test, test. Mic check. Check, check. You're always so much louder two, than me. Three. Otherwise, it's just me breathing into the mic. So. Well, I'm just a louder person in general. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it helps. What's going on, Evan? We're back after an accidental break. Summer vacation, we'll call it. Summer sure. vacation. It was the yeah. start of the, su- yeah. the solstice happened, and we just forgot to record. Well, you you had you were busy at your job. Uh, That's correct. And I was the same at mine. So were you? Well, it was less actually. <laughs> no, I think I just got busy, and then you uh, did. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. But we're back for episode, you told me two minutes ago, I already forgot. 87. 87. 87, perfect. I believe, is what it EDH said on our Rex, website. the podcast about Finite Commander and complaining about uh, Double Masters today. We're going to complain about Double Masters? Yeah, yeah. and then we're going to talk a little bit about starting hands, and we are going to talk, it's now been forever, about New Capenna. Yes, about we, the decks. We did the not decks. talk yeah. about the decks. Uh don't hold out too much hope. I think we gave each other decks that pretty much can't be built. Well, we'll do our best. Yeah, mine. I mean, I think we gave ourselves some. At the time, we thought it was funny, but it's going to turn out to be pretty blase. I feel. I, uh, I tried. I tried. I have some ideas, but man, the one you gave me is just so generic. But we'll get into. You it. We'll said it. you were just going to pick a different deck and just swap the commander. So yeah. that's what I'm waiting for. So I did. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it's Zada with Urbrask. Actually, that would be that'd be not terrible. That'd be, no. Half the cards in Zada only work because of Zada. Urbrask would, would actually wreck Zada the whole deck. I would put in the 99. And then tutor for it. Yeah. Perfect. No problem see, in Monorex. I don't see what, what the problem is at all. I get to exile <laughs> an extra card every turn. That's like digging for Zada. It could be Zada. Uh, anyway, anyhow, we'll get to that later. Uh, yeah. Evan's already introduced us, so we're good to go. Evan. Yeah. What are my thoughts on Double Masters? What are your thoughts on Double Masters? Is it preview weekend or something? Uh, I don't know. Has, so, no, 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 no. The full set's been spoiled, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so just yeah. so everyone knows when we're recording, I was just playing Legacy yesterday, and uh, there was no one there because they were all doing Double Masters. But is there... Is pre-release? Yeah, July 8th. Yeah, so this would be pre-release weekend. Yeah. 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 So yeah. anyway, it's currently like out. People could have it already. You could have already wasted your money buying packs. For the low, low price of uh, uh, going on eBay right now for four seventy-five. dollars Canadian. Canadian. It's something yeah. like 100 bucks to draft it. Yeah. Yeah. It's Well, it's... Because it's, it's... I guess it's... The it's, packs are... It's 25 bucks plus tax. So it's 75 yeah. plus tax, tax to, draft. to draft. It's like 80-something dollars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, I l- so my initial thoughts are that uh, Double Masters has lots of reprints, uh, but it's too expensive. You should just buy singles, except... Uh, I don't know if the prices have gone down a lot. Well, so, so the problem stemmed up. from what I understand, and our own local stores have said this too, is that this is a one-and-done set. Which I'm told is what they always do for Masters. Yes, but on the last two Masters, or the what was it, Masters 25 and some, one of the other ones, Ultimate they reprinted was, again. Yeah. But, magically. I mean, they haven't stated they're going to do this yeah. here. Uh, and so the, the set is just monstrous pricing-wise. Yeah, and I don't know if it's going to go down uh, because they only really go down if you know people open a bunch of packs. But yeah, I, I don't recommend you. Open Some a bunch cards of packs. shifted prices initially. I know that Allosaurus Rider, well, Allosaurus Shepherd dropped. 
but that was like Imperial Seal, like the absolute impossible yeah. cards to get. And they were also like, like fake prices anyway. Like Allosaurus Shepherd yeah. should never have been a hundred dollars. No, it was just because uh, it was so hard to get. Imperial Seal should. I mean, Imperial <laughs> the Seal worst tutor for yeah, like bucks. <laughs> it's literally worse than every other tutor in black, except maybe the one that that you pay three life or whatever. It's it the requires Grim two steps. Yeah, it, well, it's also sorcery. Yeah, it's, it's Vampiric Tutor at sorcery speed. at sorcery speed. Which means you have to find a way to drop it. Yeah. So you might as well play one more for Demonic Tutor and not have to do the extra step of drawing. Or pay the exact same for Vampiric Tutor and yeah. do it on the, your last and end step. And you could buy like three Vampiric Tutors for the price of an Imperial You seal. certainly could. Uh, I've heard the <laughs> argument that it's needed in CEDH, and I would argue that it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Needed is Yeah, uh, <laughs> necessary. Um, you could play it. I don't. No, you need it. Oh, sorry, it's needed because CDH <coughs> has no um, no financial stipulation. Correct. Yeah. So every yeah. card is needed, um, but just proxy it, I guess, at that point. Yeah, exactly. Argue that CDH it's a is card. a proxy-friendly environment, so yeah. do it up. And if it isn't, then it's not needed because you don't need to spend 150 200 bucks. on Is that card. what they're going for right now? I think they're about 150 right now. Let's go to our local uh, our uh, local site while we talk here. Yeah, But yeah, my we'll problem with... Uh, with the set is the timing involved in it. The, usual, so, the last one came out in August. Which is a not not in that case. No, no. What I'm talking about is the fact that they essentially tanked Commander Legends two. Oh, I think it's pretty obvious they put so all two hundred bucks to, okay. for uh, Imperial Seal. But I mean, I already said this. It's not going to change the price of the original ones to the Judge foils because people no. still want the cool ones. Yeah, Commander's that, all about. That's something that's become very apparent <clears> over the last couple of years, and it's been. My argument for why they could ditch the reserve list, yeah, is because if they reprinted dual lands for starters, they'd still be a hundred bucks, easy. But the old ones would not; they might lose no. fifty bucks value. They, yeah, they, they, they might lose a hundred. Underground C might not be a thousand bucks and suddenly be nine hundred bucks. It might even but, shift to like seven fifty, but who sure. cares? Like yeah, you're still like <laughs> owning some great cards that are worth a yeah, crap. Yeah, you time. reprint Guy's Cradle, and it's still going to be eight hundred bucks yeah. for the original. Like, it, it, nothing drops. Yeah. The old yeah. printings are still... And that's been my argument of, if you want to do it even better, put the stupid uh, Magic the Gathering crown symbol on it. Yeah. Because yep. then everyone knows it's a crappy reprint. Or put the little thing in the corner. That's that's the, the thing I'm the talking about. The mystery booster. Yeah, or yeah. you can put the stamp on the picture. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. Sure, just put it right on the art. No, no. And you then, know the little corner <laughs> silver? I know, I know. But a guy's cradle with that stupid little stamp? Yeah. Worth way last, no just because everyone shit. hates that stamp yeah. because it's not original, it's not collectible. But, um, but my problem with it, anyway, to stem yeah. back to that, is the fact that they released Commander Legends two. It's a fairly subpar set to begin with. There's it's, no big bangers. In it's it. a very, I think, good draft set. It came out to be a decent set. So in hindsight, there's a lot of usable cards in it, but it's not a banger. It didn't drop there's anything. There's no huge. value in anything. Yeah. Uh, no. But immediately following this subpar set, they announced the craziest reprint set <laughs> they've know. ever had. I know. And I mean, I don't think Commander Legends was out for a week. Yeah. Before you started to see, like, oh, Imperial Zero, Doxy, Doxy Extortion. They like, did the same thing with New Capenna. Like, <clears throat> that weirdo started leaking clearly unofficially. Um, 
that was uh, an unofficial Baldur's leak. Gate. Yeah, yeah, that was an unofficial and leak. I remember being like, I don't really care about Streets of New Capenna. Baldur's Gate looks way better. Yeah. And then Baldur's <laughs> Gate's getting close, and you're like, I don't care about Baldur's Gate. Double Masters Well, because like, they, they officially started leaking things. Is what yeah. I, Like, the unofficial leaks, you can't help, and of course, you shouldn't promote unofficial leaks. Blah, 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 blah. Everyone does. Don't take away from content creators. I'm a content creator, and Evan will tell you right now, if we ever got a card, you can certainly leak it. We I don't care. I don't think I've ever watched anything where someone leaked a card. No, I, I just don't. looked it up on the website and I just read, see it, them. read it for myself. I, just see, I, don't, I don't need to watch a 10-minute video where someone tells me about a card. And I hate seeing the f- blurry pictures. Anyway, uh, the yeah, the set immediately started getting dropped and immediately was better than Commander Legends 2. Yeah, but <clears throat> insanely expensive is the problem. Yeah, but you're still... You took away any sort of uh, any sort of momentum that Commander Legends yes. two could have gained. Well, that's because they're just on a. Oh, they're just it, churning it out it's now. Just but you it know, it bugged me FOMO, to no end that they didn't even give it like going. a like a week. Oh, I know. Like it's it just crazy. killed me, right? Like, and that's my big problem with it. I don't care about the reprints. Like I said, I don't think they're going to move the market that much on most cards. Some they will. I think the artificially inflated ones will drop. Like you said, you can now get a uh, a tutor for you know only two hundred Canadian. Yeah. Worth uh, it. Totally. So Going in all my decks. Um, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, Demotic Tutor is 50 bucks. Go get four of those. The Vampire Tutor is like 100 and something. Just I don't even think it's that high. I think it's buy, 70 or 80. Buy singles, guys. Yeah. Not to, you know, and don't buy these ones. Is what <laughs> sure, I'm saying. Don't, yeah. don't even buy it in Imperial Seal. Yeah, don't don't um, buy it. Like they're, they're The other thing I guess frivolous. to address frivolous. is the number of people online complaining that there's so much crap cards in the set. Like, there's all the big ones, and then they reprint, like, the the Legions has been the one you and I have been making fun yeah, of. Yeah, Vampire Tutors are 65 bucks. That is, that is <laughs> a third. the a Judge third the promo for, like, 130 You could get the original ones. Look at that. You can get the you can get a Visions near mint if they had them in stock for $90. Yeah, which the stock on this website isn't always up to date if it's not in stock. You can pay 80 bucks. Commander Legends, Joshua. 55 bucks. The list, $50. Because <laughs> it has that stamp. <laughs> guys, guys, buy singles. 50 bucks for a Vampire Tutor. Don't buy, the, Do don't buy, buy this. Imperial don't buy an Imperial Sealer. You don't need um, it. Right, we've been laughing about the Legions. Um, and then people being like, oh, there's all these crap. Uh, people forget that opening packs is, l- I know it's not legally gambling, but it's it's gambling. Know, you have to remember that the house always wins. Yes. Magic makes money on packs. Uh, they do not sell you, on average, a value in the packs. No. If you buy like five of them, you could break even. But yeah, any sure. given one, you're not guaranteed anything. The and odds of you, you making know that. any money and that the big the big bite for me is the fact that these packs are twenty five dollars plus tax. It's pretty nuts. And you're getting. Fifteen cards. I don't think they're larger packs. It's it's no, I don't just so either. It's it's you know, ho- here's hoping you don't pull the Boros Liege for twenty five dollars. The uh, the the borderless uh, bounce land. <laughs> oh, <Mwah. laughs> uh, there's so Simic good. Growth Chamber. Uh, uh, is your foil uh, a borderless Simic Growth Chamber? Good you for know, you. like four years ago, everyone played those, but man, do you not see those bounce lands ever? I Unless c- you have some way to untap lands. Well, I occasionally run them in like budget style decks or decks sure. that I'm, I'm looking at. Like, like I have a deck right here beside me right now. My I had one Golgari in their budget, deck. budget one, and I don't have that many overgrown tombs and stuff like that. So, like, it has yeah. like a tainted wood in it and stuff like that. And yeah, it has a Golgari rot farm. Yeah, but are you paying five bucks for a borderless one? I'm not gonna pay anything for one. 
<laughs> I'm never going to buy one of those cards well, again. Well, I got them all from, I think, Iconic Masters. Yeah. Like, I probably we, have, like, we, eight of each we one. We ripped, like, a million of them. Like, yeah. I think I have some originals from, like, the original RAV. So oh, it's like, I don't... Yeah, it's don't, before these come in Commander decks. Buy like, these. Who cares? Like, so the, but, this, this whole idea of, like, uh, people getting upset about is only because this the hotness is true hotness. Yeah, they put in some big cards. Yeah. You know, uh, Force Negation, I personally hate the card. Dockside Extortionist. Because it lost me the game. Cause it only Borderless, on other people's foil cards. Docksides. Well, sure. Oh, let's uh, look up those, actually. Now we're just playing a game. Yeah. This is all off uh, of face-to-face -face games, Dockside went down like 20 bucks. Yeah, in case, face in case face, anyone was wondering. Uh, t it's basically the big Canadian distributor. Um, so that's what we're looking for. Dockside So it's all Canadian for any... Non-foil, borderless... Monkey Goblin, what a weird picture! What an absolute they weird went, picture. They went with. Um, well, they had to. They had to not be. The the first yeah. one's getting a little anti-Semitic. Yeah, if you, a, little, a little. As long. soon as you're aware of that, you're like, yeah, I could see it. Between it's Harry Potter <laughs> and that, it's getting, it's getting pretty. <laughs> uh, uh, the foil is two hundred dollars for a foil sure. extended art dockside. But the new ones based on Ixalan goblins, which are all like hairy blue gremlins. Yes, weird little gremlins. So that's yeah. that's why the art looks so different. But yeah, the first Etch one's foil two fifty. Iffy. I mean. That's fine, you know. The regular foil is a hundred bucks. You can now get a regular foil for I think it was fifteen dollars less than what the normal dockside used to be. Yeah, they were and dockside's already dropped to seventy-five bucks, which is like a, a fifteen-dollar drop since I last yeah. saw it. Which is what they're doing. So like they're slightly cheaper, um, but like that's where it's going to cap out. Yeah, dockside oh, yeah. dropped fifteen percent. It depends. I guess if people open them over the next two weeks, they might drop even more. But there's still going to be like you know a seventy-dollar card is going to be fifty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You're still going to spend a bunch. But then here's what you got to know. If you want a dockside, you either buy like two to three packs and hope you get a dockside. You just buy a dockside. Like yeah. Allosaurus Shepherd's down to 50 bucks. Yeah, 50 bucks for an Allosaurus yeah, Shepard. Just go buy one. Go get one. Well, just it's 75 for the Jumpstart, but that'll wow. also drop. Don't, uh, don't etched foil that. 250, regular foil extended art 150. Are the etched like. foils good? So the reason that I like etched foils is because they're flat. I like that, but they feel a little bit like when uh, Avatar came out and then everyone tried to do 3D movies and they were all like so dark and weird looking <laughs> because True. they screwed them all up. All True. the edge foils are like, why are these so bloody dark and hard to They read? are dark. It is weird foiling. Um, so like sometimes the card's okay because the art is bright enough to overcome it, but then sometimes you're like, I can't see anything. Well, I mean, it's I ran into the same system. thing with the with the... The lands from uh, oh, Crimson wow, yeah. Vow, right? Like, I mean, like they sometimes they make bad art choices. They're fine. The the black and white ones. Uh, yeah. They're fine until you have two different color ones. Yes. And then you're like, man, this plains and swamp look the exact same. Uh, try playing a Golgari <laughs> deck with forests and swamps. They the the art looks exactly yeah. the same too because they're just tangly growths. <laughs> um, yeah, wasn't well thought through. Um, I know I have a couple of them because they kind of look nice, but then it turned out practical wise, they're just. Yeah. horrendous outside of a mono I think the deck. reprint etched foils in a lot of cases were worse because they did darken the picture but I think in the new the new sets they're doing a bit better job to make the pictures better to begin yeah. with well that's but that's, like they when fix, they like they redid like Yuriko yeah I remember pulling one of those and I was like I don't even know what this is like <laughs> yeah. I, the picture is so dark I, yeah. and it might as well just be a black canvas yeah um oh they should do word of was it word of command no 
That's Ray of Command. Ray of Command. Uh, there's that old, uh, old, uh, old black one that's like two eyes in the dark, and that's it. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jesus. There could be some. Like, imagine if they etch foiled like uh, you know chains of Mestopheles or something like that, For or sure. like Hell's Care- Caretaker, which is just like a stark red and black thing, a Sorcerer Queen. Yeah. Like all those old, just... you know, Legends cards that are like red and black, and it's just like I don't even know what this picture is. Um, old Ishan shade. Yet another reason to break the reserve list. Make them all edge foils with the stamp. Now that's how you do it. (laughs) Just just completely screw them up so they're like people can get them, but the old ones retain all their. Obviously, running a new card that would be the best way to do it. It's like that isn't even close to the original. (laughs) Uh, You might as well just proxy it. It's got the mystery booster stamp and it's etched foil. They they can put the little um, the little crown uh, that they put in the the corner of the art now for the promo cards. Yeah, the promo. That's what I was talking about. Maybe you could. I was thinking the bottom corner. They could put the stamp on, too, the date stamp. Everything. Just do it all. Just all of it Just right on top of it. Make sure. And, and, <laughs> but the thing is is that you would small. still sell it of that set. Oh, because for sure, because people, people like the me, cards. people like you, and people that like want to just play with the cards, but not spend you know five thousand dollars. I think that proxying is cheating. Yeah, I, I, I've kind of fallen out of that, but I just don't. Now I just don't my, care. My problem with proxying is it just it homogenizes it. Well, yes, the scarcity that. makes it so people actually have to play. Have other to things. reach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then when you drop your duel, it looks even cooler. What do you mean, drop it? I mean, oh, like, <laughs> I was like, play drop your duel, it on the right? ground. Like, what are you talking about? You're just playing your like power level six point five deck, and you're just like, drop Glalim, bitches. I tried. I lost getting the duel yesterday. Uh, I wanted to put it in. Uh, I have the only. It was for a a scrubland. The only Orzov deck I currently have is Party Time, which probably <laughs> caps out at about a hundred dollars. Yikes! So if I threw the dual land, wasn't that the that, altered scrubland? It was really horribly altered. It was actually atrocious looking. Yikes. Um, that's why I think they were giving it away. Um, but I came third. Oof. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Well, um, better luck next time. Um, yep. Yeah, so it's that's two pretty much... I've lost. <laughs> yeah, because he finished ninth. It's funny because one of the guys we play with finished eighth. And I know, the guy that I know. He won own. my Taiga. You got your Taiga. So the, uh, the I've owned two duels in my life. I got rid of them both. I am fine with it. Yeah. They're <clears> not... Tropical Island and Bayou both went the way of the dinosaur with yeah. me. They're not uh, super great. They're not. Uh, so is there anything you want to buy in uh, Double Masters? No. I feel like I was looking at a couple singles, and then the prices didn't really drop, and there's nothing really I like need. Yeah. Like, I don't have a Force of Negation, but I still think 60 bucks. I don't really care enough, because I, I sold mine for, like, 60 bucks like, two years ago, because yeah. the card lost I... me the game, because it didn't work on my own turn. Um so it's still too high. If it was like 40 bucks, I might consider it, but 60 is too high for me. And I sold my Dockside for like 70 bucks. Yeah. I, don't, I, I thought it was going to get banned. The fact they're reprinting it makes me think it isn't. Although, man, that would be amazing if the <laughs> Rules Committee just banned it in a month. It'd I mean, so we've covered good. the rules committee thing. <laughs> Not enough people play Dockside against them for yeah. them to ban it. So, but again, do I want to pay sixty-five bucks for it? No, probably not, no. because I just don't. I don't build explosive enough decks. Like, <laughs> what tends to happen is when I play Dockside, someone clones it, and the whole game just falls apart. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, and it wasn't because I was trying to win. CDH is different. You want six treasures to win that turn. Uh, I tend to make six treasures and go, "Cool, I have six treasures," but like, it doesn't. I don't don't build my decks to do it, so it's just not worth sixty five bucks. Yeah. Uh, for that, which is why I got rid of it to begin with. We got um, rid of. I got rid of both of mine, and my wife got rid of hers. Uh, and right now the price differential is showing me that I should have. 
Yeah. I got rid of both of mine at 90. I think Rebecca traded hers to someone at 85. Yeah. She got a bunch of duels and, like, or she got a, a couple shocks and uh, yeah. some fetch lands. <laughs> yeah, which are probably And they go in her Tatiopa deck, and it does wonders. Better than a Dockside would have done in her Rakdos deck or wherever it was. Yeah. You know, and for me, uh, it's just, Zada doesn't need it. Yeah. And I think I'd rather deck. go buy another Jessica's Will. Oh, 100%. 100%. For, like, 20 bucks. <laughs> there are cards that, like, and that's it, like, the the wills would have been a great cycle to put in this. Yes, you because know? Acroma's will is slowly creeping it's like up. Ten there. bucks now. Yeah, people are discovering it's good. The other uh, wills, apart from the blue one, the other two are playable. The green and the, the black one. The black one's fine. The the green one's good thing. to just win. You can just win off yeah, that shit. Yeah, Acroma's will um, or Kamal's, Kamal's will. will. The blue one is kind of garbage. It Sakashima's is pretty garbage. Will is pretty bad. It's pretty garbage. Uh, but the red one, like red and white reprints, would have been awesome. They we did just yeah. get the red one in yeah. a precom, but. Seeing it being able to come out of packs. Like, there were better cycles to do here. Yeah. Or full cycles, because I don't think they even did all the forces. They just did force negation, didn't they? Force negation of forces. Yeah, it's the only one. They didn't yeah. put force of vigor in. Yeah, or any of the other useless forces. Like the red one. <laughs> what is that even called? Uh, force of rage, I want to say. It makes three, two, three ones with, like, haste that die at the I end I have of the never turn. seen that card in my life. Uh, it's horrible. Uh, the Wait, are there, are, does every color? What's white? Yeah, the white one, I think your creatures get plus one, plus one until the end of turn. It's like a flash enchantment you have to sack. Like they're not even on the same level. <laughs> the black one must kill something. The black one is kill everything that came into play this turn. It's Holy actually pretty, it's force of despair. It's actually pretty good, but people don't play it that much. I never even knew those cards existed. Th they're horrendous. Wow. <laughs> you learn something new every day. I know because I pulled the red one. Oof. <laughs> See, but that's a... So bad. You pull the red one out of a $15 pack and you feel bad. Yeah. Imagine pulling a Balefire Liege out of a $25 plus dollar yeah. pack. Yeah, I know. And that's only the price right now. If they actually don't reprint this, if this actually is a one and done, you're paying way more after these go off the market. Like, secondary well, yeah, market, not. these are going to go through the damn roof. I guess we should <clears> see <throat> if uh, anyone, um, like, opens a $500 box and makes money off of it. Yep. I suspect I suspect those collectors packs close. will make the money. Maybe I've seen very few that full whiffed collectors boxes. Oh, okay, but these wow. collector boxes are four packs. Yes, for two hundred dollars. And the other thing is, you have to remember that you know not whiffing is still spending two hundred. Yeah, I just so mean like I've seen a lot like the box openings I've seen online. I've seen very few that straight whiffed, but I've seen them lose money. Like, I've, but yeah. I, it's not like I've seen them be like, well, we well, got thirty four dollars out of this. I'm convinced that people <laughs> opening boxes online are all paid to do it with ones that are rigged to be good. I because if I was marketing, that's how I would do it. I wouldn't. I've always I suspected that for like a box opening, and then have you whiff it, and people but are like, "Well, this set." I mean, sucks. for like when you purchase a box from a person sure. online, you have to open it in yeah. the U.S. Uh, you can't sell them sealed product, I guess, right. something like that. Okay. Like an Alpha Investment can't just send you a sealed product. He has to open it and then send you what he opened. Oh, okay. There's some Weird. sort of law that stops Weird. him from just straight up selling sure. it. Sure, safety of some So sort. he'll open it on camera to make sure you know, right? Yeah. Be like, okay, here's uh, here's here's what you got in your box. And like I said, I've seen them lose money, but I've never seen like a hard whiff. Okay. So those collector boxes, I think, always maintain a little value. Sure. So buy collectors? Uh, but what, what are you going to do? Buy a pack and hope that's the pack that makes the money? You know, I like have no idea. You, are you going to go drop 200 bucks on four packs? I feel these are failures. Like <laughs> four packs is okay, not enough okay. to like, make it. Imperial seal yep. or 200 bucks on the collector's packs. <laughs> Can I just buy alcohol and drown my sorrows that way instead? I don't know. You'll need it when you <laughs> when you've made that purchase. That's a terrible decision. That's like the yeah. worst 
decision. What's it called we'll when, post, you're, when we'll, you're given when you're given like a bad decision, like the both rem, decision? Remind me. We'll post that up for our listeners. Isn't there a term for it? Which, uh, where like neither choice is good. There is, but I've completely I can't blanked remember. On it. Yeah. I was hoping that you, with your education, would. No, my train of thought. <laughs> if someone out there knows what it's called when you are given a decision that has two bad choices, yeah. let us know. Uh, uh, also, let us know if you open any commander. Uh, Commander, uh, what's what am I looking for here? I have collectors no, boxes, say, collectors packs. Just fried this morning. Collectors packs of uh, of uh, this new double masters, so we can laugh at you, yeah. regardless of what you pull. The show we're, we're us all you. your borderless foil bounce lands and all your leashes. They could they could show me like seven dock sides from the same pack. I'm still gonna laugh at you for buying one. Yeah, I don't care. Especially when it gets banned uh, by the rules committee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we should what talk a play. about play. What a what a baller play that would be <laughs> so if good. they just immediately was like, you know what, guys, banned. banned. Uh, all amazing. right, on to what we want to talk uh, about. So the other topic we want to talk about is uh, starting hands. Yes. Because uh, uh, we had this. I guess I kind of <clears throat> I've had it in my uh, notes for a while, but uh, we had a player who we were playing in our tournaments, uh, and everyone was confused because he kept a one lander. And he basically said it was because he didn't want to have everyone sit there and wait uh, yeah, while he weird. mulliganed a bunch of times and thought, because we were playing a timed event, but we could just not start the time. I don't know. We, we, it wasn't that big a deal. But it does happen that people keep one landers, they get greedy, they do all this stuff. So I thought uh, we would discuss sort of uh, when you keep a hand, what sort of criteria is going through your gotcha. head. Uh, it has a little bit of... Um, uh, stuff about uh, deck design and and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yep. Um, do you want me to start with my thoughts, or would you like to go blindly into this? I'll I jump basically blindly. Basically, just sure. pitched this just, to Brian just, like two days ago. I'll just jump in here. <laughs> so, uh, when I draw an opening hand, the 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 things I'm looking for, obviously, you're looking for plays on your turn one. Yeah. Uh, lands. Yeah. But what I'm looking for in my hand is, uh, can I play multiple cards over the first few turns? If I don't yeah. draw another land. Do I have plays in my hand for the first three turns? Right. Or within the first three turns? Yeah. Right? So, uh, for example, uh, my CDH deck downstairs is Marwin. Yes. I, built, I broke the up Jenga Taxis and I built Elf Ball. And one of, the, one of the things in the primer for that Elf Ball is that you need her out turn two or three. Okay. So when I draw my hand, if and I cannot play her, much? three. Okay. So if I cannot play her with my opening hand on turn one, two, or three, I mulligan the hand. I also... Okay need interaction in CDH. Yes. <laughs> but Green doesn't care Force as much. Force of Vigor would be really good. Uh, Force of Vigor is perfect. Endurance, they're both great <laughs> in your opening hand. Um, the uh, But in a normal, casual game, I look at my opening hand and I say, can I play something in the first three turns? That's not a rock. Sure. Yeah. Not just a soul ring or something, right? Right. Like, can I get... Th- and then the, the second thing that I look at is how far along until my game plan comes into play. Like, if my hand is five land and no ramp, yeah. you know, I have to say... That's sort of where more I'm more at. Is this a keepable part? Because I'll eventually get to the where I want to be. Like if I'm playing my fuck rag deck, uh, the cunnilingus <laughs> gator. The name hasn't uh, caught on. Furk rag the cunning instigator. But I prefer to someone, call him fuck rag the cunnilingus someone gator. Screamed, screamed uh, the. Uh, <laughs> The naming of that one. I uh, I I did post it to our Twitter, but <laughs> I saw that. I was very disappointed. Um, uh, but so, like, I don't. If I draw my opening hand and it's five lands and you know two other cards, yeah, you know that's turn five before my commander hits play. If my two other cards aren't impactful, sure, yeah, it's not a keepable hand in my book. Yeah, that's fair. If we're sitting around, I mean, 
Yeah, we'll get on to that. Anyway, what are your topics? Yeah, so mine is sort of, uh, I, I generally, uh, a little bit more straightforward, is usually I will keep a l- hand if it has two or three lands, or, sorry, I guess it's three lands or two and some sort of ramp. Um, if it's a three drop, I will gamble that I will draw a land in the next sort of three <laughs> turns. Um, so two in like a command sphere, I'll keep. Um, and pray. Uh, and pray. And every once in a while it screws me over. Um, uh, but, you know, three lands in a mana rock is better or three lands and, and whatnot. So generally that's what I do. If I have one, it's like even one in a soul ring. Unless I'm yeah. playing like mono. Yep. You're like, I don't. Because if I don't draw this other color, I'm just screwed. Um, so I don't want to do that. Um, but generally it's just like, you just, it's similar to you. It's like, okay, by turn three, what can I do? Yeah. What and can if I, I go like, all right, turn one, I'll play a land, turn two, I'll play a land and I will play, you know, uh, arcane, arcane signet yeah. and, uh, and my commander is a four drop. So on turn three, I should get that third land hopefully. And I can play my commander. I have a straight line to my commander. Yeah. Away I go. My commander is usually probably important to what I'm doing. I will keep that. It's just, I need a, a, a clear path. Yeah. If I'm playing like a six drop commander or a seven drop commander, then obviously it's more like, okay, I have three lands and some card that does something. I don't have yeah. a bunch of five drops in hand. Because if I have three lands and five, four plus things, I'm going to be like, well, this doesn't really do anything. You know, I can wait for the fourth land, but I'm literally doing nothing for four turns. And I don't know what's going to sort of change. Yeah. Um, so it, it's really for me is just like, do I have a path to any sort of success? Yeah, for, for I mean, I do, I like I said, I measure that too. But one of the other things that I've looked at in building, it's funny that you brought up the six, seven drops because I have a different game plan for my higher uh, casting cost commanders. Like Elish Norn. Elish Norn, when I had it, Aurelia, you know, when I, essentially most Boros commanders. <laughs> yeah, uh, also Brick's <laughs> Well, Feather is the, old the only one. That's the yeah. only one that I, I do run Feather now, but, uh, but yeah, I had an Aurelia deck, I have an Elish Norn deck, you know, I built all the Praetors. And in those decks, I tend to, like, when I play Elish Norn now, I don't really look at when I can play her in my opening hand. Yeah. Because that stems. Too far gone. Well, and also <laughs> that stems to my next part which is i also tend to nowadays mulligan hands where i come out too fast and i'm left with nothing in hand oh i've i've legit done that when it's like i have you know yeah. two lands and a soul ring and an and arcane signet, and then, and but like, then i'm looking at my deck being like this deck isn't going to survive yes, the yeah. hate i'm going to take well like i've like, pulled hands <laughs> in my Golgari deck that's like you know two lands soul ring signet two ramp cards and an elf and i'm like so I do this, yeah, and I have an elf in my commanders, yeah, and I'm like that doesn't defend anything. No. And then I'm top decking, <laughs> yeah. So, like, and then I'm screwed because everyone hates me and everyone's swinging at you're me. You're too and far I have ahead. Nothing yeah. to, yep. I have nothing to stop it. And I mean, you do get away. It's a funny thing about that being too far ahead, though, is that I do find that you get away more often with playing green ramp and having nine lands out than having. Two rocks and five lands. Yeah, like people come at you harder if you have rocks. Because uh, everyone, it's, they just assume that green is like it's fine. You just you're it's doing like what green too. We always joke about you know countering the tutors and, and land ramp, but like there <laughs> is an argument that some countering land you ramp is a legitimate play. Yeah, 100%. like uh, yep. it's it's mean to do, but you 
there's definitely times you could justify it. It's as justifiable like, as countering a rock. The Someone first time they do it, maybe not. But like if you're playing, you know, uh, is it Tatiova, the Simic one? Yeah. Yep. Like, come on. You, yeah, yeah. Like they're out of control because of ramping. Like go ahead and counter that. But thing. yeah, so <laughs> I exactly. I've definitely mulliganed hands that were too fast. Yeah. But that stems back too to also our arguments that we always make about running enough removal and interaction. Like if you if your opening hand has just gas, like for the first four turns, but yeah. then you're empty. Yeah. You're banking on your next four cards to be things that are playable and not just four more land or Yeah, you know, and a unless mixture. your commander has some sort of way to draw. Some trigger, or yeah. Or you like, have a draw thing. Yeah. Like you have Frexian Arena in hand. You're like, okay, uh, sure, yeah. I'll get yeah. two cards, I'm good. Unless your general um, is tomorrow Azami's familiar. Sure. <laughs> you can just peel through three cards. <laughs> Terrible. But uh, only if you're running Prototype Portal or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, the portal. The cards uh, interact strangely can't with. I uh, remember what it's called. Some portal. Uh, it's the eight drop that ruins the game. <laughs> Apparently, I was reading that tomorrow doesn't work with Labman because it replaces it. You never draw. You never draw. No, you can't so Labman with win tomorrow. Lab with so Lab you can't Man. win with that. Nope. Uh, Labman and Jace will not be able to win. But you play. Yeah, they play I never the realized it. And uh, and everyone else has to get rid of their hand and yeah. not draw cards. But you, you don't. Do. You don't technically draw, you don't draw cards. No, you don't draw. I mean, such a weird the same thing works with uh with the the weird um Golgari Lich. The one that you can pay three life to make it indestructible. Oh, yeah, yeah. The so, underground lich or whatever. Yeah, it's underground Rav lich. Under, uh, it's from Ravnica. It replaces your draw as well. Right. The top three, graveyard yeah, right. two, like pitch two. Three. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so you are totally – yeah, so unless your commander is that. Yeah. Right, or you have, like you said, drawn a stick or something like that. Yeah. Um, if your hand goes on the table by turn three or four – yeah. You're defenseless. But this is the other thing that's different between how we play in CDH. Is because CDH would be like, yes, put your whole hand out. But that's because the deck is designed. You'd to only have... do that in in green. For right. example, if you were in blue, you don't want your whole hand out. You don't right. want to ever know, let sure. everyone know that you're top decking. In <laughs> yes, fact, you want two screwed. cards in hand, so they think you have a force of will. Like, <laughs> yeah, you. But what I mean is that uh, one problem I run into is just like my deck isn't strong enough to capitalize on that gas right away. Yeah, like I don't have a way to win. I have a bunch of mid-range decks. So like, I don't have. If I can crap out my whole hand in three turns, I have nothing because yeah. I can't win on turn three because we don't play infinite combos or anything. So you're just beating people up, or you know, with your small maybe, creatures. Yeah, uh, right. I can hit. You know, torment a hellfire, but I need way more mana. Or yep. you know, you can hit expropriate, but like, who cares? Yep. Like your big haymakers actually need to wait till later in the yep. game. Yep. They don't work on turn three. So like having eight mana doesn't doesn't do anything useful. Yeah. Whereas in CDH, you know, if you're playing Godo, then you're like, cool, I crapped out my whole hand and won because my commander wins me the game. Well, and you're only going to crap out, so, like, in my in Marwin, I'm only going to crap everything out if I go right then. Yeah. Right. If you're going to win. Yeah. Like, most CDH games, you don't just put something out to have it there. I'm not just going to put Query and Ranger out and then let it die. You know? <laughs> it's part of yeah. my combo. I need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the, uh, the, the whole premise of, like, puking your hand out, like you said, not only does it make you a target if you're in artifacts, um, it also expends everything and gives yeah. gives your gives the table perfect knowledge of your of your game. Yeah, and you're the arch enemy and suddenly yeah. three you people have, are beating you they up. Know, and then you one no person's like, Well, I guess I know where my vandal blast yeah. I'm gonna overload that on you and you're like, Cool, I got nothing yeah. left. <laughs> they know you have no responses, they know you have every threat on board right now. Yeah. Like if you're top decking on turn three yeah. or four because you've puked everything out 
So I have mulliganed yeah. hands like that, and the, the the really the really uh, big brain play is to like not play your soul ring till like turn three and pretend that you, you top didn't have it, it. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just so I've that, done that so that you didn't shuffle up and get a crappier hand, but you also didn't reveal just how explosive and useless your hand. A couple was. times I've also uh, opted to play like a shock tapped or like an actual tap sure. hand on turn one or two to, to slow hide, it down to hide, to hide the fact it that, yeah. that you're about to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I want to bring up about keeping your hands is that you, you uh, generally speaking, what I look for is if there's any uh, big synergy plays on early turns in my opening hand. Yeah, so, like, for example, like if I'm on Feather, uh, if I have uh, Take Shelter in my hand, which is give her a protection from any color right. and draw a card, right? Yeah. That's a keepable as long as yeah. I have the feather mana and sure like it's it's like okay this will continually fill me up this is part of this strategy yeah I, I get stuck on 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 ones that are like this is you know like if you started with crater hoof in hand do you keep it because that might be useful to have later no, in the game God. or I mean, do you go yikes. this won't help me right away or you go when I shuffle this up when I play. Will I regret the fact that I don't have a crater hoof still in hand? Well, I mean, that's but always you a tough base one. upon what else it, is in your it's, hand. It's the question is, do you want to play with essentially six cards? Because one of them you need in eight turns. Yeah, um, or more. But I find that's a tough one. Or uh, I have a red deck that still plays Insurrection to win. If I start yeah. with Insurrection, it's utterly useless in my hand. Well, we have but a friend who plays Wildfire. What if I need it later? Yeah, Wildfire. Do you keep Wildfire? Because it, Worldfire. Worldfire. Worldfire, yeah. because it's your win con. Yeah. Do you keep it? Because at some point, maybe you'll have the 12 mana to pull off your moves to make it work. To kill someone? Yeah. Uh, we'll kill someone, I mean. You eventually kill everyone if you do as it right. As long as they don't drop a, a You just have to have the mana to recast your commander, and yeah. you're okay. Um that's always a tough one. Uh, and it's basically the, do, do the other six cards have a path? And if no, you have to be like, no. Because keeping this and never playing it is also going to be useless. Yeah. And there's stable, really keepable tough. cards like that I will almost always keep unless I draw no land. Like, if I pull a Ristic Study and I yeah. got like one or two. It's those early ones. Like it's it, like, uh, yeah. Mystic Remora, yeah. Sarah's Ascendant. Exactly. Like, you can make... Yeah. These are two lands and a Sarah's Ascendant. But what work. I don't do is I keep I I do not unless my commander is literally a three drop. I don't keep land soul ring as my only mana. No, I find that that's tough. Well, and again, that first turn soul ring can you, pull out a Vandal Blast. Oh yeah, and pretty then easily. Right? People that you're ruined. People will do no it for one, spite. Yeah, and no one has to justify it. It's nope. just like you had a soul ring. You had a soul ring, you. Like, and you're like, yeah. I don't have anything else. Like that's not my problem. <laughs> you made that call. But yeah. the uh, so that's I tend to avoid keeping that the one land soul ring. I've seen people do it yeah. so many times and justify it by oh well it was this explosive. I love start. love Vandal Blasting single target a soul ring. Oh, <laughs> like turn one. I'll do it. I'll do it. Like so turn good. ten. I don't care. Yeah. I'll just set the precedent. Set the tone. Uh, last question for you. Okay. How many lands is too many lands in your opening hand? Six. Okay. I would have gone with five. I think if I have five lands and two cards, unless it's like a Frexian Arena or something that'll draw me, yeah. I'm going to be too worried I'm going to draw too many lands and do nothing for five turns. It obviously depends upon what's in the other two cards there. But if I have five yeah. card, five lands, like I said, I think that's, that's a slow my roll. My land deck, <clears throat> yes. Well, yeah. Because yeah. the hardest part is to get my commander out, and then I can dump everything. Yeah. I so sometimes for four turns I don't do a ton, but 
that I'm fine. I could start with seven lands, and I will be happy in that deck. But that's only because that deck has 52 lands in it. If I draw five <laughs> lands in Feather, I will mulligan that. If yeah. I draw five lands in Elish Norn... Because you'll Feather out, and then you're like, I got nothing. Yeah, then like, what do I do? <laughs> if I draw five lands in Elish Norn, uh, that's a that's a toss-up, depending on what the other yeah. two cards are. Like, like as soon as I see six, though, I don't care what the seventh card is, is all I'm saying. I yeah. will certainly still mull five and sure. four land hands. But I'll judge it on the other two cards. Yeah. If my opening hand is five lands, Mystic Remora, and Rhystic Study, I'm going to keep that. That's, yeah, sure. Because you have a path to something. <laughs> yeah, which is, I'll, I'll draw. I'm going to draw a bunch of cards. I'll, and they, even if a couple of them are lands, it should draw something else yeah. useful. But yeah. if if I'm sitting there looking at my my Zada deck with five mountains and two goblins, that's an instant mulligan. Like, there's <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's no trigger there. there. There's yeah. nothing to be done. So uh, it all depends, but at six land... Unless we're just fooling around at the kitchen table and like having yeah. a few drinks and just chatting, I'm yeah. mulliganing that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And to be fair, those games don't happen anymore. I do miss the days of just sort of sitting around, not caring about how the game's going, but more just the chatter. I've been uh, because I've been I've been playing a little bit more casually because I've got a cousin who's learning to play, um, and I've been playing more like the precons plus fifteen cards without like tutors or anything, and it is like clearly like okay we stepped down a power level, but it's kind of funny it just to be fun. like hey it's it feels a little more battle cruisery. Yeah, uh, I was playing a game yesterday that was sort of that way because um, someone was basically playing a better deck, but they were new to it. And I was playing a budget. I was playing the budget one for the tournament, and my partner was playing the budget one for a, a year ago's tournament <laughs> that she never took a fight. And the other guy was playing a go deck, and it was just kind of like silliness. Yeah, I got killed because uh, um, uh, Disruptacorum made me attack with everything, and I didn't have a creature in hand, so I had no blockers. And then someone, uh, then the green deck basically just swung at me for twenty-one commander damage because <laughs> they just like. Um, so Stacked you use like primal, primal Surge or whatever. The one that's like plus one, plus one for each forest you have. It oh, just Jesus. Absolutely just alpha yeah, strike that's me. Huge. And I was like, whoops. <laughs> the, uh, um, and that was kind of funny that like that well, because nonsense could happen. She runs Silvos, right? It was Silvos, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah was, but I mean like, <laughs> and you know, a bit off topic, but like we used to have games like that. I remember at the beginning of me playing Commander, well, even back in 60-card days, you would have these times where sort of it was unspoken agreements where everyone just sort of just sat around and played whatever. If you missed a yeah, play, yeah. it didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, one of our most f favorite stories to tell uh, amongst our group is about a gentleman who's been banned from multiple stores in, in Halifax. Oh, and, <laughs> okay. Uh, I was like, well, th that doesn't actually <laughs> lower the number of people this could be. But he, okay, he, I know who it is. You know who it is. <laughs> and we, me and a friend of mine were sitting around just shooting the shit at a local gaming store and just kind of playing on a casual night, just the two of us, just and we were just chatting. We weren't going yeah. hard. We weren't, you know, we drew a card and we could play it and we missed the play. It didn't matter. And this gentleman came over and said, do you mind if I join in with you? Because he had just been berated by another group who actually threatened him if he went outside. Oh. And they left. We've uh, sometimes a toxic so, group. <laughs> these were two people that we don't normally play with, with the, the other group. So he comes over and says, do you mind if we play with them? And my friend was like, you could sit down and play with us, but you got to do it our way. And <laughs> we spent an hour breaking it down to this kid who was a very toxic player. I'm assuming still is. Um, like our, me and my friend spent an hour breaking down like why we do what we do. Like, cause yeah. he, he, he started playing, just started going hard. 
just you know coming yeah. at us and he killed one of us and and my friend was like yeah cool we're dead it doesn't matter like let's just shuffle up again <laughs> and uh good job no one yeah cares. and he finally caught on after the second game and he was like why are you why don't you guys care you're not stopping you know he said we're just here to talk and have fun and <laughs> yeah. see what our decks do like we're not we're not going hard we're just chatting yeah and he spent an hour explaining why that is he's like look man if you're, well, if you're here to play you got to build relationship blah 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 and it was just like this mind-blowing thing and for about an hour it worked on him yeah, and then it was it like I was normal. at uh, the face-to-face tournament, and one guy was talking to me, and he's like, "Oh, you playing the competitive ones?" I was like, "Nah, I don't really like competitive." And it was like the look on their face was like they were shocked, like no one has ever said, "Yeah, they yeah. don't really like competitive magic." I was like, "Nah, I prefer the casual stuff; in, it's more fun." In fairness, <laughs> like, uh, <"Whoa." laughs> Ryan and I played in the ca- competitive, yeah, and a lot of those decks should not have played. You told in competitive. me that, yeah, yeah, like a that lot it of was them, a mess anyway. Uh, they. Severely underestimated what competitive EDH was. Well, that's half of the discussions on this podcast are about how no half. That's a a little over half every week. It's a little over half. All right, we should talk about new Capetta. Sure, about our our garbage Uh, commanders. Absolute garbage commanders. You can start now. Everyone listening right now can see if they can remember. I could remember. I I literally had to text Brian. He's like, what the hell commander did you pick? So anyway, while you see if you can remember what Brian's one he has to make (laughs) is, um, uh, I have to talk about Lagrella the Magpie, which I'm sure you guys all know. Bring up Lagrella. So it is Bant. It is green, white, blue. It is a 2-3 human soldier. It is an uncommon... So, uh, when Lagrella the Magpie enters the battlefield, exile any number of other target creatures controlled by different players until Lagrella leaves the battlefield. When an exiled card enters the battlefield under your control, this way, put two 1-1 counters on it. So, first of all, it's a mouthful. For um, an effect no one understands, essentially what it (laughs) says is, when it enters the battlefield, for every player, including you, you can exile a creature until Lagrella leaves the battlefield. And then your creature comes back with a 1-1 one, one counter. Two, it's one, weird one counter. because it says any number. So you're like, oh, I can exile the whole board. You're like, no, they have to be controlled by different players. So it's one per player. Um, I think it's because of that weird language where technically it's targeting. So if yeah. you, if it said every player and someone sacked their creature, the whole thing would fizzle. Uh, they've now stopped doing that, so it makes the wording awkward. So that if someone sacks it, then any number is still the three remaining creatures. Yeah, it, it, it fell into that. Uh, Decimate, Decimate was one of the big ones problem. that did that. Yeah. yeah. So that's why the wording's so strange. Um, so I tried to look this up, saw what people were playing. It's just blink stuff and and uh, uh, what's the other flicker? Flicker. Um, yeah. So like the the thing is is that rune is these colors. And Rune is obviously just way better than anything you would build oh, with the Grella. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's part of the problem. So a lot of it is, you know, you can build a Flicker deck <laughs> all you want. Um, Pretty good I, altar. I do like the altar that's actually a just magpie. Just a magpie. <laughs> Someone just literally painted a magpie. Um, I was looking up Flicker cards like teleport- uh, Teleportation Circle, mm-hmm. uh, which is just Conjurer's Closet, but a white enchantment, which is pretty cool. Um, there's Soul Herder. There's the new Thassa. Uh, they all can blink stuff, and that's great. You can build all the blink stuff you want, but you'll be stuck with the fact that Rune would just be better. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> that's your problem. So what I kind of figured, and it's a little bit more of a philosophy, I guess, is I figure that if you were to build this, instead of making it like, I will put it in and I will blink my creature and I will 
um, then blink Lagrella and I will whatever, just two-step process it when you could have just blinked the creature yourself. Um, I figure you need to go for bigger plays. Okay. Um, so in one sense, you could use Lagrella to protect your other creature. Well, no, I guess you can't because no. then your creature... You could because you could... No, you can't. You'd have to flash. You'd have to flash. Right? Um, I figure you need things with big plays. I was also trying to look out if you could do one-one counter synergy, but it's just the least efficient way to possibly do it. Well, I was thinking um, Vorinclex would seem really good in this, as well as the doublers. Sure, double season um, primal vigor. Yeah, but I just feel like two just isn't enough for a flicker. That's three. Sure, it's just I still it's getting hardened scales. It's sure it's just a lot of work for a terrible one. Shark to crab. So my thought was you need to go with. Oh my god, this guy with shark to crab would be bigger ones like like bane of progress. If you could put out bane of progress and then Lagrella and then save that bane of progress for when Lagrella dies, that would probably be your best bet because there's sort of two approaches. Is the you know you exile something big. So that when Lagrella dies or you flicker it, you get that big effect. You yeah. nuke the board a second time and suddenly no one wants to kill Lagrella. Uh, and it becomes like a political thing of like, hey, if you can kill Lagrella, we can wipe everything. I think that's the way. The other way to do it is to use her as removal. Is use her blink to just sort of like get flip, rid of other people's flip things. the creatures that yeah. you don't want. Yeah, um, you know something's out and it's a threat, and you're like, I'll flash Lagrella, I'll take whatever from me, but I will remove your big problem. Make sure it's not an ETB one, but someone has like a consecrated Sphinx, and you're like, cool, I don't want you to have it. Use Lagrella's removal, I think, is the key over blinking it. Um, but other cards I thought would be useful um, is if I can find it in here. Um, could Derek Leviathan, uh, as our friend calls it, Mr. Stinky, because it's the Leviathan with the lightning bolts, so it looks like it has big oh, yeah. stink lines <laughs> on it. Um, when it enters the battlefield, return all other non-land permanents to the owner's hand. Again, if you had that blinked uh, or exiled with Lagrella, yep. you then basically have, whenever you blink, just, you know, Cyclonic Rift, your stuff as well. Um, Venser could be good. But just Oof. because the you could bounce a spell, he's so broken. Um, uh, the planeswalker venture is not terrible either. Exile any number of creatures, return them to play. But I think you have to exile a creature, so it doesn't quite work as well. You can't save it. But yes, you could put it if you're doing just a blink deck. Uh, Whip dung hydra, where it enters oh, the battlefield yeah. and destroys yeah. all creatures with flying, would be good. Uh, Sunblast Angel, whenever it enters the battlefield, destroy all tapped creatures, would be really funny too. But like. You would have to go through. I found a couple. Um, you know, there's a background candle keep sage. Whenever uh, commander creatures you have, whenever this creature enters or leaves the battlefield, draw a card would be pretty good. Um, you could put in things like fathom mage. The whenever a one one counter is put on fathom mage, you may draw a card with evolve. You could do a couple of that. Um, you could run this. Uh, sure, if you want to exile zombies, angels of glory. Yeah, no, when she dies, Lagrella goes to the graveyard. Oh, and then you just bring and then her you back. Bring her right back. Sure, that exile the glories again. rise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so, kill all the zombies. Perfect. You just neuter the zombie deck. So, like, that's sort of my thought is how you can make it work. It's tough because finding those specific creatures that have giant ETB effects. Is yeah, tough. the board sweepers. But I think they need to be the board, the board wipes, the destroy stuff, because then you can just basically have her sit there as like a live grenade ready to go off. 
and then you play a blink deck that you go, now I'll blink her at you know, flat instant speed, and Boom. I will trigger this one in. Timbermare, 5-5 five, five haste. When it comes into play, tap all other creatures. Sure, that would be good too. And You're just like, you want to you come at me? I'll tap all your creatures down, and I'll also exile your best creature. I yeah. think that's how you build it. Um, I think that's the best way that doesn't feel like you could have just made a rune deck. True. Because rune could do all these things. But your creature's out on the battlefield. Yeah. Lagrella has it, so it's a little bit secretively there, and it's harder to interact with, because Lagrella just says when it leaves the battlefield. They were smart enough to not say when it dies. Yes. <laughs> or it just tries to exile it. Because um, Rune, you could flicker it in response, but then you're still doing things not necessarily when you want to. Um, Lagrella holds it in the ether. And you can also, I said, you can play a little bit of removal, too. Um but then I said you have to avoid ETBs. If you exile a Gary, that's about it for Lagrella. You're never, <laughs> you're yeah, never letting never, that yeah, one yeah, exactly. flip. <laughs> anyway, uh, your commander Was is Urbrask, the Hidden Praetor, uh, Heretic Praetor, Praetor whatever the heck he's called. Um, so he is the five-five red one that says uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, uh, you, you exile the top exile card, the top card of your library, and you can play it that turn. And at the beginning of each opponent's or it's. Uh, at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, the next time they would draw a card this turn, instead they exile the top card and they may play it. So This is way worse than all the ones we pitched that Urbrask Yeah, this is be. super generic. When you first pitched to me, I did say that I was going to just pick another red deck and then build it. Yeah, but that's why I expected. Yeah, so my original thought was just <laughs> Torbrand. And sure, then just yeah. pile damage constantly with little things. But without Torbrand, it, it's kind of garbage. It's not as... No. So what I was thinking... It pretty much, like, here's the thing, and this might be a reflection of the card. If you swapped any deck with Urbrask... I guess we talked about Urbrask at the very start of this podcast, I just realized, because it's making fun of you for Zata. So yes. hopefully people remembered 45 minutes ago. Yeah. So <laughs> They might have forgotten by then. What I was thinking is that you could build, like, a really weird sort of synergy with him, where you can play the cards that stop other players from drawing cards. Yeah. And then play cards like Fires of Invention, which I just brought up. That's which is the one card. where you can only cast two spells during your turn, but you can cast them for free if their mana cost is less than the number, yeah. equal to less I've than played that lands. when I have mana sinks. Yeah, and then there's the, uh, what's the other? There's a card that doesn't let you play cards from your hand, a red card. Uh, oh, jeez. I can't remember the enchantment. Yeah, there's like um, Omen Engine and there's like Possess Portal and all those crazy yeah. ones. Yeah, well, that Possess Portal is the, is, the, is the real <laughs> problem. Um. But so I figured you Teferi's could. Teferi's puzzle box, I think, would. <laughs> Teferi's puzzle box would be funny. Cause weird things. Cause Although they first draw, they would exile, then they would draw less cards. I don't quite Teferi's know how that. I have to. I'm gonna have to box. read that one to figure it yeah. out. I'm just trying to think of all the ones that but, people mess up, like uh, Anvil of Bogardin. So I'd, yeah, I'd use I'd use cards like that. So where play I would it just as like, like uh, red Leovold. Yeah. So subbelievable deck, and then make it red. Yeah, I mean, as much at the beginning of each player's draw step, that player puts the the cards in their hand on the bottom of the library in any order, then draws that many cards. So you get one less. You just wouldn't get your draw, so your hand would always be the same size, because you would normally yeah. also draw a card. Right? Yeah. So this happens at the beginning of the draw step. I think it happens first. We've You'd gone over this. It says the first. You, no, you do your normal draw before this ability is put on the stack. Yeah. So, so then you would you would exile, exile the top card, card then, then hit your hand and draw yeah. that many. But yeah, you would Which never catch really up. Do anything. You would never catch up unless you had draw effects in your hand. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you could run that. But my my whole thing was just I would run Urbrask with a bunch of effects that limit everyone's drawing. Yeah. 
and then whatever they might be. Yeah, and then so if I can like keep you at only one draw per turn, yeah, or something close to that, I can at least get a bit of advantage out of it. And if I can cast free spells, I can just cast that spell anyway. Right. Yeah, the the part I think Urbras is good in Prosper. I don't know if he's it's good, good in any he's, other red deck. He's good in a. I mean, he he's is good. fine because he's you know he's, he's um he's the enchantment everyone plays. Uh, Citadel something, Outpost Siege, right? Yeah, you get an extra card. It's the yeah, best yeah. you get for Phyrexian Arena. He's, he's fine. His problem is unlike the other predators, uh, Praetors, uh, his second ability isn't really that big a deal. You know, Vorinclex completely hoses other 1-1 counters. Other counters. Um, he hoses yeah. Planeswalkers as uh, well. You know, Shieldred makes you suck, sack creatures. Like, his is just like, yeah, they also, they just exile instead of drawing. So if they draw an instant, it really sucks. He's a very... But, like, it doesn't a, affect yeah, most of the Yeah, he's time. a very, like, timing-oriented commander. If you're top-decking and I play that card, it, all it essentially says is you don't ever get to respond to me. Yeah, and I think the earlier you get it out, the better, because uh, I don't know. I'd argue. You well, wouldn't. because if they flip a six drop and they have four mana, then they actually well, yeah, can't they keep exile it. Card. But like, but if you're again, if if it's late in the game and everyone's so. down to their final few cards, and I drop that, all of a sudden you don't get a bigger hand to respond to. Right, with. but you know what the solution is? It's a land destruction deck. Well, it's because mono red, then so they yeah. can't play any of the cards they exile. This is true too. And then you yeah. just lock them out of the game. The problem is mono red is like a fair land destruction. Yeah, I know. It's like three drops. You don't get the <laughs> sinkholes or anything like that from that, right? No. You could run like wastelands, I suppose, and stuff. You have to play um like a bender break or those ones that are like when there's seven lands, destroy them all. What you do is here it is. Here it is, Evan. You run stranglehold with ghost quarter and crucible. Uh. And then you just keep ghost quartering their lands. And they don't get to go get a basic. Oh, sure. <laughs> and that's like that's like ten cents for that card. Now you don't have to buy a strip line or yeah. whatever. Yeah, you there can you do go. that combo way cheaper in mono red. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it then... just takes an extra card and a bad commander. Yeah. Yeah. That isn't terrible, but I wouldn't probably go land destruction just because, uh, like I said, it's like three drops or higher for red. Yeah. If um, you can somehow partner with Dranith Magistrate, you'll be gold. Boros, buddy. But uh, <laughs> sure, but then it's not the commander. But you know, because then they couldn't play the card they exiled, and they wouldn't draw, and you would actually just wreck. Well, them. yeah, you would actually just stop them. Um, but yeah, the I mean, then we could just go Jeskai and put in uh, put in uh, uh, Narset, and now you can only draw one card a turn, no matter what. So yeah. now you just don't get any hand. I'm gonna Teferi's puzzle box now, and you're just screwed. He really would be a better commander if he was blue or white, because there would be way more yeah. synergies with him. Or if he had partner. Sure. You just partner him with Ishai. Uh, oh. uh, oh. What's the what's Mwah. the what's the um, Stranger Things one? Friends forever. Oh yeah, the, yeah. friends forever with the, the other Praetors. The Praetors oh, have friends forever. That would be great. <laughs> they missed an opportunity there. <laughs> but the uh, yeah, so I would just. I mean, he's such a generically generic general. Like yeah. all of the Praetors oh, turn out to be. Um, really, the only one that I found had any real non-generic shit in it was was the new Vorinclex, yeah. who kind of wants to be plus one, plus one counters. He's the first one that was like, you can do something, not just drop him on the board and be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, he has a little bit more specific effect. Do you want to pitch what uh, I, um, the new Shieldred will be? Any thoughts on that? Oh, I know we talked about Elish uh, I went with double tokens. Your opponents make half as many tokens. Yeah. That's my thought for Elish Norn. I can't remember It'd what I said. super powerful. 
Um, but I don't know what they're going to do for Shielded. Shielded? Because uh, it's pretty straightforward. Like the, the sack and get one back is about as black an effect you could put on a player. Yeah, see, the only thing I could think is like they a mill effect out. or like a graveyard effect like on, yeah, on their opponents. Yeah, I think we talk this about like life gain versus life loss. It could be something like that, but I figured mill that would be... Mill is more blue, though. And then the other thing about it is where they land. Like Elish Norn won. So Elish Norn is like the leader of New Phyrexia now. Yeah, hence why I think it should be like so just token crazy. Maybe they just go something even crazier than that. Maybe she gets her own She's completed a card. Yeah, She's Elish Norn Planeswalker. Oh. <laughs> the completed Planeswalker. Well, otherwise, yeah. how are they getting places is what I'm wondering. Yeah, they haven't explained yeah. how. They I don't, have, maybe they have, and I just have don't read the stories. They the but planar portal or something like that. Yeah, the planar bridge or something. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. Shieldred could be something to do with graveyards, milling effects. But I mean, like the red one really shocked me with where they went Could with it. Be so discard, but discard draw. That's not really black, though. No, the draw part isn't. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't unless know. they stick stapled on like life loss randomly on it. But that would kind of wreck the. Uh, Maybe they'll give Elish Norn a monarch effect because she's the be cool. queen of Phyrexia. She <laughs> can't lose it or something. Or like you <laughs> suffer if it goes to you. Like whoever oh, yeah, has yeah. monarch suffers, and you get a penalty. So, like, if people take the Monarch from you, they're going to All their creatures out. are, like, plus two, plus zero when attacking the or Monarch. Or just, or, like, you. you don't draw a card yeah. if you're the Monarch. Like, you <laughs> sure. discard a card. You know, like, if you take the rightful queen oh, away. Oh, that would be crazy. If you're the Monarch, instead, discard a card. Yeah. That yeah. would be so well, rough. Because no out. one would attack yeah. you. No one would ever attack you. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Until yeah. they try to kill Ellis Norn first. <laughs> but who knows? Sure. Uh, that would be fun. But, yeah, uh, that would be fun. But I, I would Make like to see Make it a nine drop anyway, though. They're all getting up there. <laughs> um, I'd like to see them do something pretty explosive with Elish Norn. Um, so they started well. The first two were good. The first then, two were powerful. And then but like, tells me that they've run out of ideas. Well, also that they just don't. They still don't care about red. Wow, that's that's. Good. I thought they were getting there with red. You know, you had Breach, you had Dockside, you had yeah. all these cards coming out. Jessica's Will. It's like, wow, you're getting powerful. And then they're like, here's Urbrask. Here's Jessica's Will was like the last good card that was printed in red. Blew my, blew my nose on a card. Take it. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, red is uh, the, the years of red uh, are failing. Red domination. White, um, white is getting way better cards. Oh, buddy. Yeah, white's going crazy. But that is our episode for today. Yeah, we'll be back in two to four ish. weeks. <laughs> yeah, two to four-ish weeks. Uh, yeah, it's summer vacation. People know how we roll. Yeah, we're not on a schedule here. Nah. Oh, uh, shout out oh. to uh, Tom for winning our uh, Baldur's Gate box as we complained about the set. It's true. Uh, we'll have to ask him to uh, tell us if the box. Well, I mean, it's going to be value for him because it cost him zero dollars. So yeah, anything zero is good. Is value. But we'll find out if he uh, maybe he gets like a good list card that will up. Yeah. The, up the value may, of the set. Yeah, maybe he'll pull Sensei's Divining <laughs> Top, that staple in the in the in Baldur's Gate. Um, uh, a shout out as well. We'd want to throw a shout out to uh, Hitman. Which is the the band that intros our 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 uh, yep. podcast every every week and we every couple weeks every whenever, and <laughs> also a shout out to Turbo, the band that outros outros are uh, are or you're our about, thing. about to hear when we stop rambling. You can uh, you can find them both on Facebook. Uh, they're both local and they're both really solid bands to go check out. I it, I've seen Turbo once and I've okay. seen Hitman. I think it's been pretty three hard or four to see times. bands. Recently. It has been and they so. are. A, covid recent band so yeah um but they're both awesome and hitman especially puts on a monster show like i said i haven't seen too much turbo but i've been to a few hitman shows and it's a rollicking good time there you go uh, there's your recommendation for the week there it is you guys if you take one thing out of this it's listen to the metal of, of uh <laughs> don't listen <laughs> to us listen don't to listen that. to us have a good night see you later
living like a fucking reptile Face down in the gutter for two damn balls Starting to feel cold-blooded 